Hello, and welcome back to the No Nonsense Anti-Racism Podcast. We are continuing the Black History Month special episodes, and today we'll be covering the Black Loyalists. As we covered throughout some of the past episodes, Black people have been coming to Canada since the early 17th century, mostly as slaves and as recently freed slaves. In 1792, a large wave of Black settlers came to Canada after the end of the American Revolution. They are known as Black Loyalists. The British gave passage to thousands of Black Loyalists who were loyal to the Crown and fought on their side. They were promised land in exchange for fighting for them. Freedom and a farm is what they were told. Full protection, freedom, and land. It's estimated that as many as 100,000 people took asylum with the British. Now, it's clear that Black people were pawns in a game between the British and Americans. Britain used Black people to subdue the American colonists who were riling up trouble asking for independence as a colony. Slaves made up 20% of the U.S. population and were the engine of their economy. So without slaves, they figured, how long could they continue to fight back? In 1775, Lord Dunmore, the royal governor of Virginia, offered freedom to any slaves who would escape from his master and fight for the British crown. More than 300 black people immediately found their way behind British lines and formed what was called the Ethiopian Regiment. When the British discovered that they wouldn't be successful in the American Revolution, they ended up leaving many of their black supporters behind to fend for themselves. Loyalists fled across the world to Nova Scotia, the West Indies, Quebec, England, Germany, and Belgium. This is how over 3,000 of them made their way to Canada. Other black loyalists settled communities across the Maritimes. Birchtown, Nova Scotia became the most populated settlement of black people outside of Africa at that time. For some black people newly receiving freedom, their information was recorded in what was called the Book of Negroes. It documented their names, ages, and date of escape. They were then given certificates of freedom. Many black people also came to Canada enslaved, along with their owners who were white loyalists. As many as 1,200 slaves settled in Nova Scotia. Now, colonies were not prepared at all to pay what was owed. They set up a priority system to give out the land in certain order. White officers and gentlemen were given land first. Then, ordinary privates, laboring people, were next. Lastly, were the black loyalists, who rarely received the land that was rationed to them. Due to bureaucratic issues and full-blown racism, many families never got the land that was promised to them. For example, out of 649 male heads of families in Birchtown, Nova Scotia, only 184 of them received the promised crown land. Their granted land measured an average of about 34 acres, when white loyalists were sometimes getting up to 200 acres of land. The Nova Scotia government provided land to both black and white loyalists, but the Crown did not provide land titles to black settlers. This meant that black loyalists who settled on land never officially owned it because they didn't have titles, and without titles, Residents couldn't sell their property or legally pass it down to their relatives. Only five years ago, in 2017, the Nova Scotia government announced that it would spend $2.7 million 
to help African Nova Scotians in five historically Black communities to get clear legal titles to land that has been in their family for generations. In desperation to support themselves, many Black loyalists and settlers took daytime jobs working for 25% of what a white person would have been paid. Years of hostility led to the Shelburne race riots, which we will cover in another episode. The difficulty of supporting themselves in the face of widespread discrimination convinced many Black loyalists that they would never find freedom and equality in Canada. When offered the opportunity to leave the colony in the 1790s, almost 1,200 people left to relocate to Sierra Leone, Africa. Despite risking their lives, fighting for their freedom and for Britain, despite being promised freedom on a farm, many Black settlers were let down once again by a system that they thought would be more kind and welcoming. Arriving in Canada, Black people faced racism, discrimination, hostility, and a lack of opportunities. Descendants of these loyalists are still alive and well today, hundreds of years since their ancestors fought for the British and settled these lands. They're more Canadian than most of us can say we are, but don't always fit in the picture of what we think of as stereotypical Canadians. It's time we acknowledge that and right this wrong perception. Join us tomorrow for a new episode on Black History Month. 